If you like our podcast, make sure you subscribe, rate, and, and review. review. Yes, and share it with your friends, please. Thanks for listening. Welcome back to Super Chat with Kat and Nakia, season two. We really wanted to focus on empowerment and inspiring people that are real life superheroes that have amazing stories to share. Um, so we have a lot of guests this season that are not actually Power Ranger related, but people that have really inspired and, and um, been superheroes in our lives. Yes, in real life yeah. superheroes. Yeah, we wanted to focus and try to um, encourage people to look outside of ourselves um, to see what we can do in the world to better other people's lives and, and hope that that would uplift and inspire us in ourselves as well yeah. by helping other people. So yeah. um, one of our first guests is going to be uh, dealing with human trafficking. Yeah. How did we meet? How did we meet our rescue? Yeah. So our rescue, Operation Underground Railroad, is uh, an organization that um goes all over the world and helps rescue children and adults actually from um, from sex trafficking and other enslaved people. Um, the work they do is really incredible. Um, so we were at a convention in Salt Lake City mm-hmm. and we met the Attorney General Sean Reyes there. Um, his children were fans of Power Rangers and we got chatting to him and he was sharing with us about our rescue and we were fascinated with hearing his story. Um, and he introduced us to Tim Ballard, who is the founder of our rescue and his wife, and um, just heard some really disturbing but um, you know, it, it's the thing with trafficking is you don't, we don't think about it um, being under our noses. You think about it being in third world countries or girls getting taken at airports and things like that. You don't realize that it's it's here. It's in this country. It's in middle class communities. And they kind of opened our eyes to that, right? Yeah, I think often we're blinded um, with our own little reality our own little friendships, our family and so forth. And so when that's, you know, tightly knit, we don't often look outside and see the struggles that are happening with other people. Right. And it's very eye opening to know that human trafficking is happening at a substantial rate Mm -hmm. in the United States of America, Mm -hmm. in middle class neighborhoods. 24.9 million people in this world are enslaved right now. I was thinking um, when when we were talking about this at Salt Lake City, I remember uh, being on vacation in um, Europe with my family. And I remember we were sitting at a restaurant and I saw these two young, they had to be like 13 to 15, had on high heels that were probably about this, this big. Um, and I know you guys can't all see that. I'm all this big, <laughs> like six <laughs> inch heels. And they were with this, Gentlemen, but I could tell from the way that they were dressed and the uncomfortability that this was not something that they wanted to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and I remember sitting there feeling so helpless. And I was talking to my husband. I was like, oh, I, I didn't know who to call. I didn't know what to say. I didn't know what to do. I could tell because they would walk around this little perimeter. It was like, um, this open atrium area outside where people could sit and walk and and they I, I assuming this was like the I don't know what it's called but it was like a pimp 
pimpish yeah. guy um, that was walking with them. And then there were two of them. And all of a sudden there was one that left with another guy. So I know what was mm. going on there. Mm. And these kids were so young and nobody's doing anything about it. Mm. And I wonder if people felt as helpless as I did. Mm. Um, Cause my husband was like, we're in a foreign country. You don't get involved. You don't know what's going on. And, but I'm like, I'm looking at these, these kids mm. thinking to myself, what if that was my daughter? Right. You know, I have my two sons here. What, what if that was my son? I would want someone to help and just, you know, mm. talking to um, Tim and talking to uh, the people of our rescue um, in Salt Lake City. It just it really uh, was eye opening for me and really wanted I really wanted to be a part of the cause and, and yeah. really wanted to help in any way that I can. And I'm still I know that there's still so much more to be done. Yes. Yes, but um, it's it's such a huge issue too. Like it, and it's dark. It's it's hard to step into it because, you know, we've we've heard some stories that are really disturbing, and you you don't want to believe that that people could be that evil. It's really hard, um, but just just bringing awareness to it like um they they send the first time they do campaigns constantly and the first time they did a campaign they sent us this book and it was um it had artwork and poetry and stories of different victims that they've helped and I remember reading the first story, which is how our rescue kind of, it was their first mission, this little boy, Gardy, in um, South America. And his father was a pastor. And um, he's, uh, at the end of the, the sermon, um, this little boy was three, and he came up to his father and said, um, you know, Daddy, he's trying to get his dad's attention. And his dad, being the pastor, was kind of, uh, you know, talking to the congregation and whatnot. And, um, and he said, go find Mommy. And he never saw his son again. He never saw him again, three years old. And he was taken and they never found him. But that was what propelled Tim to, to push forward because he just realized, like, this was right under his parents' noses. This was not um, a child that was born into abuse or born into poverty. This was a, a loved child. And someone in their congregation, in their community, took him and um it was just so like, wow, heartbreaking. And, you know, we saw with the Jeffrey Epstein um, story, like these were girls that, that were in high school, had living normal lives that just wanted money, like $200 is a lot of money to, to a teenager. And um, and they got roped into a situation that was way beyond what they could, could handle. Um, and I, I just... I, I, this, I mean, in that book, there was story after story. There's a girl called Coco who was trafficked by her own family. And again, that's so hard to comprehend that a mother could do that to their own child. A mother um, or father. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. I say mother because I'm a mother. I think I, I just like that. That cord is so strong between mm -hmm. you and your child, that the protective and to think that you could put your child in a situation of such torture and, and pain is, is, unfathomable it really you know? is um just to think about um things that we could do as parents because I've always been even before I knew about you know the the the, the largeness I guess you would say mm -hmm. of human trafficking I've always kept my kids close yes you have. and I think as parents you know, we we let the chain loose a little bit and think, oh, they're fine to walk home by themselves. Oh, they're fine to to go around the corner by themselves. Oh, they're fine to go to the grocery store. Times are so different than when I grew up. Mm -hmm. But when it's, I, not, it's not even not just that. 
physical though. There's there's we have the internet now. Yes. And that's just as big of a pool of of predators more probably than just walking home from school. Well, just speaking of the physical first, you know, as a parent, the advice that I would give for for people, I I don't, you know, my boys are 18 and 21 now. Mm -hmm. They're taller than me. (laughs) I still have them walk in front of me. Yeah. Because you hear of stories um, and everybody always thinks, oh, this is never going to happen to me. That's never going to happen to me. That's never going to never say never because Mm -hmm. you honestly don't know. You don't know. Yeah. You know, I don't I don't want them walking behind me um, unless they're in pairs. If they're together with, you know, one another, then then that's fine. (laughs) But but I don't want them walking behind me as far as, you know, uh, you know, I didn't let them walk to school or if they did, they had to walk with a group of group of kids. It cannot just be one person. I just think that um, as parents, we need to just really think beyond beyond the is this comfortable for me? just having my child walk home because I'm busy doing something else. Think about the safety because there are predators on every corner. You know, actually, I don't know if I ever shared this with you, but um, one of um, my older son's friends, when he was in middle school, he was at home riding a skateboard, a white van. He was 13, 14. A white van was chasing him while he was on his skateboard to try to take him. (gasps) Yes, he was skating by himself. He wasn't with anyone else and came home and and told his mom. Obviously, he got away, which was a blessing. Um, I believe they did. I believe they did. But, you know, things like this happen all the time. It's it's so important to have at least two or three other kids. Yeah, safety in numbers. Mm -hmm. And, And also preparing your kids for what signs to look for. So I recently did um, a, a, a education, online education about trafficking um, called it's IamOnWatch.org. And it was a series of different um, uh, videos that you watched and then you would take a questionnaire. And it, it was really educational. But one thing that really, for me, because I have teenagers now, that was very um, educational for me personally was um, they had a whole sexting um, video mm-hmm. and it it talked about different emojis and different language that predators use uh, or children use amongst each other because predators are using like they'll pay a boy um, money to he's on their payroll to recruit girls so this you know a handsome boy might you know like act like he likes your daughter take her to a party and then enslave her Wow. Or, or um, you know, she makes out with him. He drugs her. He has his way with her and videotapes it, uses it as blackmail against her. And then they have her. She's now enslaved to be used as a prostitute because she's afraid that they're going to send it to her parents or her or her friends or, or Snapchat it to everybody or whatever. Um, and so they had, like, different emojis. There was, like, probably 50 of them. And I was really, like, wow. I, I showed it to my kids and I said, if you receive things like this, you need to be aware of what that means, what that represents. Like, an eggplant means this or, you know, it, and a monkey means this. Like, there's different languages or different acts attached to each of these emojis. Mm. And I didn't know that yeah. until I did that. So it's really important to educate yourself and, and learn about, what what they're doing and how clever they are it's it's really um insidious the way they do it and even on you know through video games and things like that it's it's these catfishes that are you know acting like they're a child and they're really an adult 
trying to get at your child. And be cognizant of your friend, of your children's friends. Yeah, that's important. Make sure that you've met them and Mm. you've been around them for a little bit, that they're not just someone that just comes in and and decides that they want to want to invite your son or daughter to a party and they haven't been hanging around for a long time. And sometimes they, you know, predators are there for a while so that they could, um, you know, come up with an impression and and make you feel comfortable. But I I remember, you know, when one of my my sons, it was his first date and I had 50 questions, Mm. 50,000 questions. Where did you meet her? How did you meet her? Because she didn't go to his school. Um, I was very leery because Mm -hmm. I was like, what if this is so I wanted him to be aware of just my uncomfortability as well, because I wanted to make sure this was someone valid and not someone that's luring you into something and it's, it's not about you not trusting him it's about, oh no you know, yeah, that's, yeah that's the thing I, I think I try to enforce with my kids it's like it's not that I don't trust you it's that I don't trust the situation yeah the and people the, and the way that they found the yes. way that she found you and right. all of that stuff so when right. he did go on and he wasn't at driving age at this time um you know he obviously he didn't want me to drop him of off of course so I had his older brother Perfect. His older brother and his <laughs> and and his girlfriend and I was like, listen, Nolan, <laughs> I want you to watch and make sure that you see her yes. and see if there's anybody surrounding. And it was so that is so, so cute. Funny. Like it was afterward, you know, it didn't work out between them, and it wasn't anything like that. But I remember um, Nine was like, Mom, like he, like he just stood there, he was like. <laughs> And I was like, okay, can can you can you go now? Can, yeah. can you go? Take a hug. And but he was doing he and I was like, he was doing exactly what I asked that him to do, so which sweet. I truly appreciate it. But I just I would rather be more conscious, conscientious about it than not. Yeah. And something were to happen. Yeah. You know? I know. And I'm I'm you were and I've always had this conversation. I'm way too trusting of people and I've gotten myself in situations because I'm so trusting of people. So sometimes I, I think I my husband's more your mentality of like I'd rather be overprotective. And, you know, he he's very black and white, like no's and no. And I get a little bit more like, oh, I don't want to be the bad guy. I don't want them to be mad at me. But it's either they can be mad at you or you don't have a child. You know, yeah. what's the what's the alternative? Really? Exactly. You know? But it's not even just children. They're no. taking women. Yeah, I know. They are taking women. And, you know, I was, you know, we were, um, I don't know if you remember or not, but we were in Miami. We were at a con and we were in a taxi cab and the taxi guy was, and then we had just saw that a uh, huge um, advertisement of human trafficking. Oh. They had it at the, <laughs> the airport. Oh, at yes. the airport. Yes. And so I was like, oh, hell. <laughs> and so it was on my mind. And so we get into this taxi cab, and this guy that. is like, he was just acting really odd to me. And I'm just looking around. I'm, I'm just always like, always looking for exiting yes. exits. And on the door. I, yes. And I, and I always tell my boys, I'm like, when you're in a movie theater with all these shootings and all this stuff is happening, you find, you look to see where all the exits right. are so that you know exactly how to get out of there. Yeah. And so he just kept like eyeballing in the, the rear view mirror. And then I was like, okay, let me put, because I don't know my way to the airport. So I put on Google to make sure he was taking us to the airport. Yes. Uh, yes. Call me over sensitive, over, you know, I don't know, overprotective, but I'd rather be safe than sorry. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Because I mean, I have been in, in precarious situations that I have not felt comfortable with. And and often this is there's a book I read years ago um, called The Gift of Fear, and um, it was written by a man that works Secret Service and FBI and everything. But he said women have incredible instincts and they all they don't listen to it. And that's good that you do listen because I mean I, I I don't think I always you know you get those feelings and you're like this doesn't feel right but you don't listen to it. And that's how you get yourself in trouble. That's how I got robbed that time, you know, because I didn't listen. Like I had that feeling in my gut that something was off and I didn't listen, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. The, thank, the grace of God got me through that situation. I, sh- I probably shouldn't have survived that, but I did. You did. You had you had an angel surrounding yes, you. But that's, yes. where, that's what we, we really have to think about and listen to our conscience. Mm-hmm. God gave it to us for a reason. Yeah. And it's not, sometimes I think, because you're, you're very sensitive and you're an empath. And so you think about other people's feelings often before your own. But that can also put you in a situation where yeah. you're like, oh, I don't want to hurt their feelings, but you feel uncomfortable. Yeah. And it's like, wait a minute. I If I'm feeling uncomfortable, then I need to resolve this comfort, resolve this situation, make myself feel comfortable, whether it's stepping out of it or what I need to do to make this better. Yeah. Because um, yeah. I, 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 I am pretty positive that I've escaped some some situations that could have ended up in a very negative way. Right. I, I'm positive that I have. Yeah. Um, and I know that I've left some situations where I've felt this uncomfortability and I knew something was going to happen and I just, and I left before it did. So, right. um, yeah. so I just, you know, I encourage our listeners that whenever you, you know, especially when it comes to your kids or even yourself, if you feel uncomfortable Listen to that. Oh, yeah. this is a this is another example. Yesterday I get a I get a message on my Instagram and um this young lady is asking me for advice because this actor has asked her out to coffee and the way that he asked her out to coffee was she that conscience she just she felt right. very uncomfortable and she was like, is this something that um, is normal and it just feels really weird. And, you know, could you, if you, I mean, you're probably not even going to read this, but if you could get back to me as soon as possible, because it's, you know, it's this weekend and da, da, da. And so I wrote back and I was like, no, I don't ever do this. Cause she was mm-hmm. like, do you ever do that with fans? I was like, no, no, I don't ever do that with fans. And I said, if you don't feel comfortable with it, you do not need to go. You should not go. Well, is it really the actor? It could be an imposter. I yeah. Think. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of, we have a lot of fake accounts. Yeah. 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 So it's just, it's just being aware of your surroundings and, and, you know, human trafficking comes in many shapes and forms. Mm -hmm. As we were saying earlier, um, it's in, it's in middle-class families are actually doing it to their parents are doing it to their children. Yeah. Um, some of the other situations that you you recall, because you've read a lot about it, what were some of the other situations um, to look out for? Yeah, in in schools. So there's there's a lot of a lot of times they will use um, boys and girls to lure other kids um, into a party situation and then drug them and videotape them and record them and and use that as a way to enslave. Um, there is um, friends, like just a, like you were saying, a friend. A friend can do it to you. Uh, someone that you trust and have known is being paid to take you to someone's house. Jeffrey Epstein's situation. They, yeah. were, they, they were friends that were taking them to give a massage to an old man and then it turned into a nasty, 
very nasty situation. Yeah. Um, a lot of predators um, use Craigslist and, and use um, things like that to advertise and they use different terminology. So you may think you're going to get a puppy and you're enslaved that way. Um, there's um, uh, the internet, of course, video games. Um, uh, Snapchat is a really big one. That, that's one I, I haven't given my kids. My son is really you're angry at me because I'm not letting him have it but it's not about him it's like it's used not even just for it's not even just used for trafficking but it's used as a tool a bullying tool for many kids where they you think you're saying one thing they take a screenshot they send it I was like it could even be something as simple as saying hey love you bro and they turn it into a situation where he's like you know made made fun of or a picture of him with a, a friend and it's turned into a a situation that's not good for him. So um, Snapchat is another way that they get to people. Um, so you just have to, I, I mean, like Nikki has said, I think if you're a parent, it's really important to just check your kid's phone, get, stay involved in their life, know their friends, um, and, and just, and, and I recommend that course too, that I am I am on watch.org. I think that was really um, eye-opening for me. I would even encourage not just parents, if you are an older sister or an older brother and you're watching your, your younger siblings, that's something that you, um, you know, look out for as well. You know, it's a new friend coming around. Where did this new friend come from? And then, mm-hmm. you know, if you see someone that looks like they're in need, help them. Help them. Mm-hmm. Um, you may not have the words. You just say, hi, how are you doing? I think sometimes they just need you to say, acknowledge something yes. is going on. Yes. And maybe that will be um, the first step in trying to get them delivered. Yeah. 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 And I think, you know, uh, we've, from our guests you'll be hearing from later in our season, um, there's, we'll be talking more about this of like different things that you can look for so that you can identify someone that might be in trouble. So our season is going to be filled with empowerment, though, ways of trying to encourage and help people that are suffering from human trafficking, those that have been through it and um, those that are healing from it. Mm -hmm. And we're also going to be talking about giving back. We're going to also talk about... inspiring your life and 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 empowering uh, yourself empowering yourself and your passions mm-hmm. and really going forth in your dreams because mm-hmm. that's something that we're we're doing as well mm-hmm. so yes yeah yes. stay tuned we look forward to season two of super chat with cat and, and Akia. Akia. <laughs> bye, bye.